With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, episode 180. We have made it to 180 episodes, folks. I'm your host, as always, Adam from GolfUnfiltered.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GolfUnfiltered. And you can send me an email, golfunfiltered at gmail.com. Very excited to bring you today's guest, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Reed Howard. He is a mini-tour player. Uh, he is making his way, hopefully, to the PGA Tour very soon. But he's also the inventor of a very interesting golf swing training aid, and it's called the Steadhead. Reed's company is R&D Golf. You could visit his website, rdgolf.net. Make sure it's .net. If you go to .com, you go to a very different website, rdgolf.net and Reed is on the show to not only talk about his philosophy of the golf swing but also about the stead head and folks I've had the chance to use this golf swing training aid we go into a little bit about the design Reed tells the story about how he came up with the idea the benefits of the training aid and I gotta tell you you know obviously the person that invented the aid is going to tell you about all the benefits but you guys know that I don't like talking too much about golf swing training aids unless I really think it's going to help not only my game but also yours. I've used the stead head, I've brought it out to the driving range, and I can tell you it's the real deal. It's very, very simple, almost to the point of, wow, I wish I thought of this, (laughs) but it's really, really beneficial to your golf swing, and we're going to talk a little bit about why that is with some uh, specifics during the interview, so I won't spoil the surprise. Before we get into the interview, I want to say hello to all of our friends over at the Hacker's Paradise. If you're listening to this on the THP Radio app, hello to our friends over at BudgetGolf.com as well. Be sure to go out to BudgetGolf.com and check out all the great sales they have going on every single day. And last but certainly not least, hello to our friends over at Cleveland and Srixon Golf. Love playing your golf equipment. It's getting a little cold in Chicagoland. I think it maybe got up to 42 today, and it's been raining for it seems like forever So my golf playing days, at least for this season, are uh, nearing its end. But I look forward to using all of the great equipment from Cleveland and Srixon throughout 2019. So folks, I really hope you enjoy this conversation with Mr. Reed Howard. And be sure to pay attention towards the end of the podcast. Because if you like what you hear about the Steadhead, and believe me, I think you're going to, you're going to want to check out what we talk about at the end of the podcast, where maybe you're able to get your hands on one a little bit easier. So stay tuned. I hope you enjoy this conversation. Here's Mr. Reed Howard. Welcome back, listeners, to the GU Podcast. And as I mentioned in the introduction, I'm extremely excited to welcome on Mr. Reed Howard. He is playing the mini-tour circuit these days, and he is on today to talk a little bit about his newest golf training aid that I have had the chance to use. It's called the Steadhead, and listeners and readers of the website, golfunfiltered.com, have probably already seen the review that's gone up. But let's talk to the man that's actually invented the Steadhead. Reed, I am so excited to talk to you today. Oh, well, Adam, thanks for having me. This is a lot of fun for me. Um, 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm so glad that uh, that I could actually get one in your hands a little bit early. Uh, you know, for me, this is such an early process. I've always just, uh, you know, I played high school golf, college golf, and professional golf, and uh, was never too uh, entrepreneurial. Uh, and so this has kind of been a fun thing for me. And you know, kind of getting the word out on it has it's you know fun being able to meet guys like you and and do things like this. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. And this has been a fun experience for me too, Reed, because I've learned a little bit about you uh, watching you on, uh, well, one of a, a friend of the podcast, uh, Christo Garcia, he runs the My Swing Evolution YouTube channel. He's been on the show a couple awesome. times and he, yeah, he is an awesome guy. And, and you've appeared with him on his channel a couple times. But before I get yeah. too ahead of myself, you know, why don't you give our listeners who might not know the name of Reed Howard a little bit about your background and how you got involved in the game? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, um, yeah, my name's Reed Howard. I'm actually originally from the Northeast, um, from New York, a little town called Banksville. And, uh, I got really, really into golf when I was young and I was fortunate enough to go down and, uh, and go to school for high school in South Carolina. Cause I was getting very obsessed with golf and, uh, and was able to train full time. And I ended up, uh, going to uh, college at Pepperdine university and I played there for one year and um, I ended up transferring back to a college in South Carolina, South Carolina Buford, and I played my remaining three years of eligibility out there. And, um, and then I turned pro, and, uh, you know, I haven't made it to the web.com or the PGA Tour. I've just been uh, grinding away on the mini tours and had some success and some failure, but, uh, but the game is actually in a, in a really good spot right now, and, uh, and I'm just working away at that. Um, you know, eventually I... Uh, this whole steadhead thing kind of came about uh, just for me working on my own game. Um, you know, for me personally, one thing that I've always had trouble with is, you know, my head moving down and back, especially, I, you know, I'd swing, my hips would kind of go out of control and my head would move down and back. Um, and so I actually developed this kind of for me. And, um, but I'm very much still grinding away at it. Uh, very much still playing full time. It's just, uh, since I kind of created this little invention, uh, you know, me and my cousin, who's my business partner, uh, was like, oh, man, you know what, we could uh, we could patent this and we could kind of turn it into a business. So I'm fun to kind of, you know, having fun sort of trying to share it with the world. And the business you've created is, you know, R&D Golf. And you can visit listeners, the website R&D or actually rdgolf.net. I want to make sure I get that web address right. But <laughs> as you mentioned, Reed, you know, you developed a training aid to help fix your game. And to talk a little bit just briefly about your your golf swing, because you and I have talked before, I've expressed how much I enjoy watching your golf swing, because it is truly unique, but it really does, as most good golf swings, it really does rely on keeping that head steady. What What is a little bit of, of your philosophy as it pertains to the golf swing itself? Yeah, well, first of all... Um... You know, I have a, a unique swing in the way that I'm a single plane swing, which is kind of a style of swing that was based off uh, Mo Norman, mm -hmm. who uh, was the, kind of the great uh, legendary ball striker up in um, Canada. And uh, I work with a guy named Todd Graves in Oklahoma. Um, but to be honest, I actually started working with the steadhead even a little bit before I even went to single plane. You know, um, kind of there are a lot of different golf theories out there, a lot of different kinds of swings that have worked. But one of the one of the major stabilizers kind of in the golf theory world is that the head needs to stay pretty still. I mean, I could go through you got the Nick Price of the world, Ben Hogan, you got Mo Norman of course, Jason Day, Bryson DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson. All these guys are amazing 
at keeping their head rock solid and rotating around a very stable center. I mean, even Jack Nicholas, they they always talked about how uh, his dad, when he was young, used to like grab his hair and keep his head still, <laughs> and um, and so yeah, so uh, so me personally, I'm kind of doing uh, th- this most Norman style of swing, which is really fun and interesting, and we can go into a little bit more detail about that, but uh, but. Every single swing, any great ball striker, almost in the history from Jim Furyk to Nick Price to Jack Nicklaus, had such a stable head. And for me, as an aspiring golfer, I saw that my head kept moving. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, it's just a funny thing. Um, sorry to ramble on, but I can actually talk about how I, how I actually created it. This, this guy was on my Pepperdine golf team. His name was Alex Coe. He was the captain of our team. Mm-hmm. He was an All-American. Um, and uh, and he was a very very um, stable ball striker. You know, it wasn't like he hit the ball a mile. It wasn't like he just was the best ball striker I've ever seen. But he very rarely hit really bad shots. He was very consistent. Um, and any mini tour players or Web.com guys that have played with him can attest to that. And he used to always put a tee in his mouth where he could see the end of the tee, and he would rotate around that stable center, and he could see that he was keeping his head still. And so whenever I would get into trouble. Uh, just trying to kind of copy Alex, I, I would put a T in my mouth and it would help keep my head still. But it was so frustrating because you always had to have something in your mouth <laughs> or you had to like go to, you know, you would have to work with your you know, local teaching pro. He'd have to get you on video and he's like, ah, oh, your head's moving. And they would put a shaft up to your head or whatever. But uh, this stead head, and I know you've used it, it it's really interesting because it, it sits connected to your hat right in front of your head. So you don't actually need to look at it, but it uh, – you know, it, it, it's very, very simple to see if your head has any motion. Right. So it's kind of a very easy way, much easier than having a tee in your mouth or like Ben Hogan, he used to hit balls with a cigarette just like pointed right at the golf ball. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of convinced I, you know, I, I definitely didn't ask him or know this for a fact, but I'm pretty convinced that he used to use cigarettes in the same way um, where he would just point his cigarette at the golf ball and he would just rotate around that stable cigarette. Um, and so the stead head basically – does the same thing that that does. It's just much easier to use, and because of that, it's way more effective. Um, yeah, and it's it's interesting, Reed, because the design itself, as you mentioned, it's it's basically a clip that you put onto the front bill of your cap. Uh, picture listeners of just a regular baseball cap, and as you mentioned, Reed, it it, it does have this uh, yellow cone or almost a diamond that is in your line of sight. Uh, and I've used this, listeners, and it it it's, sounds uh, more intrusive than it really is. Believe me, it's very simple to use. It's but yeah, there no, is eventually this, you forget about it. Yeah. You really do, and, and it kind of blends almost into the the background, I guess I would say, because you could still yeah. you still have to focus on the golf ball to hit the golf ball, and that's not oh, of course you're yeah. not taking your focus off of the the main objective there. Saying uh, people always make uh, jokes about uh, the jerk, uh, an old movie um, with Steve Martin. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen I have, it? I have. Yes, I know exactly. Yeah, what you're you know thinking. the. Yeah, he invented the thing that kind of keeps this. So it's similar to that, but you definitely don't want to look at the stead head like directly. You'll be very cross-eyed, and uh, and we don't want the lawsuits that Steve Martin's character incurred. <laughs> um, no, you, you look at the golf ball, but what it does is it just gives you that instant feedback. You know, if you have the stead head in front of your eyes and your head is rotating five six inches off the ball you're going to see it you're going to see it blatantly and so then you can go back and you can say okay now take a practice swing trying to keep it still and simply doing that practice swing is going to make your swing more stable and therefore you're going to hit the ball better like i said like i can list just 
Freddie Couples, Rory McIlroy, like all these really great ball strikers, and their heads stay so centered. Mm -hmm. And what that does is that means they can rotate around that stable center as hard as they want, and they'll still be able to put the club on the ball because their head's not moving around. I mean, it's like hand-eye coordination. If your head is moving around, it's going to be really hard for your eyes to be able to put, you know, command your hands to put the club on the ball properly. If you're going from a stable center, then it's much easier to have solid strikes and therefore, you know, more consistent trajectory and, and, you know, lower scores. You know, and it's interesting too, Reed, because when I originally heard of this idea and you reached out and you said, hey, do you want to try this out? Uh, I was excited to try it out because it was something that was just so new from a training aid. I hadn't seen anything like this before. And it's funny that you talk about, you know, having the golf tee in your mouth, Ben Hogan with his cigarette. But what I really enjoyed the most or really appreciated the most, I should say, about the Steadhead is that not only can you still actually hit golf balls full shots with this, because you know some training aids out there, you, you're not able to make a full swing. That's not the case with this. You can actually just go out and practice normally. But what I really appreciate about, appreciated about it is it really gives you that instant feedback right away. You know, you, you, as you just put it, you can tell when your head's moving around too much, and you might not know unless you've looked at your swing uh, you know, on video or, or what have you, but you might not know if you sway off the ball. This will tell you if you do, and I thought that was the biggest benefit for me. Yeah, it was so helpful. Not everyone has Jack Nicholas's dad to just grab a fistful of their hair. Right, exactly. So, um, <laughs> you know, and, um, you know, and it, it's so important. A good training aid, you know, there's a lot of training aids out there, and I've used some of them, and, and I like some of them, but the ones that I find to be most effective in actually building muscle memory that will last is ones that they don't, they don't physically make you do anything. They simply give you feedback as to whether you did it correctly or not correctly. Hmm. So what I mean by, you know, if you have something that is like forcing your swing to be more flat or forcing, you know, you add weight to your club so that you, you're going to be a little bit more laid off at the top or something like that, as soon as you take that weight away or as soon as you take away that belt that's holding down your right arm or whatever training aid it is, now your body needs to relearn how to do that motion, mm -hmm. but without, without the aid. And, um, and that's a whole nother process. And so maybe one of those aids can give you the feel and then you can try to go from there. But, but you're not actually training the way that you actually hit a golf ball. Like this steadhead and a few other training aids on the market, but this steadhead, it, it doesn't actually make you keep your head still. It just shows you if you're mm -hmm. doing it or not. So it's going to force your muscles to do it on their own, and therefore they'll learn quicker how to repeat it. Instead of, you know, Jack Nicklaus's dad holding your head still, like he is kind of helping you do it. So as soon as he takes that hand off, it's not going to be as helpful. Whereas this steadhead, as soon as you take the steadhead off, your swing is going to be exactly the same as it was the time before. You're just not going to get the instant feedback on whether or not your head is moving. Um, and I just think that that, that kind of training aid – um, is vital to really be able to improve your muscle memory and actually get a lasting change. You know, and it's, it's interesting that you talk a, a lot about the different training aids on the market. And you're right, there, there are many that actually almost restrict your natural body movement, as you outlined, where you can't make that full swing. Uh, you, you outline it perfectly well, where you know you still have the ability to make your normal golf swing, the steadhead is just giving you that visual feedback. You're able to look at the golf ball, and you're able to actually see one way or another if your head is moving or rotating too much. But one one of the things I think we need to clarify for the listeners here, Reed, is 
what the Steadhead is not telling you to do. And you just touched on one thing. It's not actually restricting you in any way. And to put it another way, one of the old adages that a lot of people hear on from driving range rats is you got to keep your head down. That's not what yeah. the Steadhead's about, is it? No, no. The idea is, and, you know, my swing philosophy, and I just do it by judging what I think are the best swings, you know, in history, like the Nick Prices or like the Mo Normans or the Ben Hogans, is I think that if there's a little bit of rotation before you take your swing back, that's okay. And obviously at impact or even before impact, you can release your head a little bit. You know, the David Duvalls of the world, the um, – mm-hmm you know, Annika Sorenstans, you know, sometimes they actually release their head a little bit early. What is very important is that once you start your swing, so once the club is actually moving, your head is very, very still. And even if it lowers a little bit, it doesn't rotate off the ball and it doesn't sway off the ball a great deal. And, and, and that is just in almost every single great golfer. And so in your backswing through transition and down to impact, there won't be a great deal of motion in that head, uh, not at least from good ball strikers. You, you, see, you see a great deal of motion all the time uh, in you know, high handicappers, mid handicappers. You know, I always play with my dad. He was one of the first people we, you know, with the early prototype, um, mm-hmm. we did it. And he, when he swung back, you know, he shifted about six inches back and then six inches back into impact. So that's 12 inches of motion that his head was making. And so no wonder it's hard to be able to hit the ball solidly and consistently. Whereas when you get a guy like Rory McIlroy or Freddie Couples, it's just unbelievable. You could draw a line down the bill of their cap and it will only rotate or move off that cap maybe an inch at most. So in the entire swing, backswing to impact, uh, there would only be about an inch of swing. And then obviously at impact and through impact, you release your head. And um, and that's something that I clarify very clearly on the website. Um, it's even on our packaging because I don't want anybody thinking that they're supposed to keep their head down after impact and right. try to break their neck as their right <laughs> shoulder comes through. Right. Um, uh, but uh, but as soon as that club and, – and one thing that was interesting, Christo talked about how Ben Hogan for part of his career actually rotated his head before. Same with Jack Nicklaus. Even Tiger did it for a little bit. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where Absolutely. They'll, Almost they'll a little of, look to the, to the back. Before he, yeah, Sam yeah. Sneed. And, you know, with the stead head, that's fine. You do that, and it gives you actually a point of reference. So you can actually see if you're rotating your head a lot, a little, and it can give you that point of reference every time to know, okay, this is about how much I rotate, and then I start my swing. And then once you, once you start your swing, you shouldn't see a, you know, there's not a great ball striker in history that I can think of that had a lot of head movement. So right. once that club is moving back, that head should be pretty rock solid. It will lower a little bit, but when you lower with the stead head, you don't nearly see as much movement. Movement. The movement you see is mostly when your head rotates off the ball or if you sway off the ball. If you lower an inch or two, which is in most natural golf swings, you, uh, you're swinging too fast and you can't, you can't actually see the movement. So uh, it, you know, that doesn't set any stead head alarms off. Uh, it's mostly just rotation and sway when the stead head is obviously moving and, uh, and then you're dealing with a problem and then you can do practice swings to, to fix it. You know, and it's interesting you bring up the fact of the, the head actually moving down. Uh, you know, anyone that's watched 
a modern day golf tournament coverage has seen, you know, Peter Costas out there with, you know, the Konica Minolta swing vision where they talks about, hey, look at Tiger or Rory actually almost dropping their head down a little bit to use the ground force to hit the ball further. That's something, as you just outlined, that you are still able to do with the stead head. You just won't notice it as much, and that's perfectly fine. Right, and I mean, you used it, and you know, I looked at your swing. You probably don't lower a lot, but you lower a little in the impact, as mm-hmm. most good players do, as I do. And if you think about it, I mean, and if you if you actually use it, you see that you can you can't tell that you're lowering your head. Right. Uh, the the real as long as you're not lowering your head down and back, it doesn't really set off an alarm. So lowering your head two inches, you you can't even see it because your eyes are fixed on the golf ball, and then the stead head is a point of reference between your eyes and the golf ball. But if you just lower, so you just get an inch or two inches closer to the golf ball, which is a pretty natural movement, um, the, the, um, the stead head in relation to that golf ball will stay pretty much exactly the same. So that's why you won't be able to see any motion. Um, granted, if there's even a two-degree rotation in the head or a one-inch sway off the ball, um, then the perspective from your eyes to the golf ball, the stead head will move in relation to that golf ball. So then you'll see it. Um, and so, really, uh, it's just very fortunate that Steadhead kind of corrects you only in the ways that you don't want to do it, but it allows that natural lower without without seeing any motion in the Steadhead relative to the ball. And it, as I said again, listeners, and it's an extremely simple training aid to use, and it does take a little practice, a couple practice swings. Reed even told me, you know, take your wedge out first, Adam, and, and make a couple practice swings to get used to this thing. But it, it is very simple. It's very non-intrusive. Uh, and, you know, you had uh, mentioned, Reed, that you know your dad has used it. A few others, I'm sure, have used it. What has been the early reception to the stead head? So, uh, you know, I, I've I've given it to everyone from really really good mini tour guys to uh, to 22 handicaps. And the biggest thing that happens every single time is as soon as you use it, it cuts down on the motion uh, that your head makes. And what that leads to is a more stable swing almost instantly. Mm-hmm. And when you get that more stable swing, the strike improves. So within three or four swings, I will see substantially less motion. And then you just see that the strike is great time after time. Uh, you know, it's hilarious. There's this one guy, this mini tour player that I was actually playing with in Pasadena out at a golf course called Brookside. And, you know, he was actually struggling a lot and he was missing a lot of fairways. And uh, so the next day we had a practice round and I was like, hey, dude, you know, I got this training aid. It was a prototype. I was like, you know, I use it. I swear it helps me. Um, And it looks like you're over rotating. He was talking to me about how he was over rotating. He was coming off the ball and I showed it to him and he took a couple practice swings and then literally he laced it down the fairway (laughs) on just his first drive. And so he started using it for like the rest of the side. And, you know, I think there were seven fairways that he – and he hit all seven with his driver. And this guy hit it pretty hard. He hit it about 320. Hmm. And, uh, and it was just amazing to see. Now, this is a professional golfer, and so not everyone will necessarily pick up on it that quick because professional golfers – but even amateur golfers, 15 handicaps, 20 handicaps, uh, they have the most to gain because they're the ones that have massive motion. And this will literally, in 
three or four swings will cut down half of their motion. I've literally seen it on multiple before and afters. Um, I haven't posted any on my website because they were kind of disorganized. They were just my friends, mm-hmm. and I wasn't. Uh, we we weren't really in like prepared to uh, to launch the steadhead mode. But literally six inches of motion will get to cut down to three inches of motion in a matter of seven or eight swings, uh, because you have the feedback, and never before were you able to get the feedback. Um, and that's kind of what makes the steadhead simple but so effective. You know, I, I experienced very similar results. I mean, it only took me a few swings to get used to it. I would say the swing that you saw on, on the video, and listeners, if you were to go out to the website, you could see the swing uh, video that Reed was talking about of myself because um, you know how much I love sharing my, my bad golf swing <laughs> on the Internet. But <laughs> pretty uh, solid. I appreciate that. Um, it, you know, it only, that was probably the, the fourth or fifth swing that I took with the stead head on. And so it doesn't take too long to get used to it. Well, Reed, you know, I, I know we've talked about a lot and I'd love to do this again in the future, but I know that my listeners are interested in this and they want to know how they can get their hands on it. I already mentioned the website, rdgolf.net. What is the price of the stead head? Where can they get it? And how can our, our listeners uh, start using it right away? Cool. Well, uh, yeah, so we have a live website. It's uh, www.rdgolf.net rdgolf.net and um and so you know basically uh the 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 price of it is just uh 24.99 um you know it comes with a with a little case that kind of protects it to make Mm -hmm. sure that it doesn't get beat up you can throw it in your bag um and uh and also we uh you can kind of see some more videos uh you can go to my instagram you know read c howard but also we have a rd golf is uh is where we have exclusively steadhead videos um and uh, and we're adding to those every time. It just kind of shows you different things you can do with a stead head. Um, it's really great for putting and for chipping and definitely for, you know, I've used it the most for my full swing, but for putting, people that like to creep their head up, uh, it's very effective. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, those are the uh, the key ways to, to go about um, go about getting the stead head. Uh, we aren't quite on Amazon yet, but we're shortly trying to go to Amazon. You know, and it's, uh, listeners, you heard the price, and, you know, Reed, I've, I say we, we should do something special for the people listening to this show. Is there anything that we can do for the listeners of this podcast where they could pick up the Steadhead for an even lower price? Yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, uh, me and Adam were talking about this. Uh, what we were thinking we could do is just to kind of get it going. Uh, we would just give a 10% discount. Um, and, but the, the promo code you have to type in is GUPOD uh, nice. for obviously Golf Unfiltered Podcast. Um, and, uh, you know, just it definitely, uh, you know, it'll show us, uh, how much, how much pull Adam has and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, it, it really, um, and it'll give you 10% off. So, but yeah, it's a, you know, I guess it would be 2250 after that, but, uh, nice. you pod, you know, and I greatly appreciate that. And I know my listeners will as well. And, you know, let's, let's do read proud. I mean, he's doing a lot of hard work and getting this out there. I'm telling you, I've used this product and I, you guys know, if you've listened to this episode, this podcast for any length of time and, and read, this is the 180th episode. So congratulations. You're guest number 180. Um, oh, I love it. Uh, you know, you know, I, I don't talk about products unless I actually have used them and usually unless I like them. And I can tell you, I really enjoy using the Steadhead. And so very generous of you, Reed. Listeners to this, go out to the website. Once again, it's rdgolf.net. The promo code is GUPOD. You'll get 10% off your order of a very inexpensive training aid that is going to help you. You heard it from the inventor himself. 
It's going to help you within four to five swings. I mean, there aren't many other training aids that can do that. So, Reed, I really appreciate you coming on the show today, and let's do this again in the future. Yeah, I would love it, Adam. Thank you for having me.